Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me, Matt Richardson, get to learn all about the world of sport. This week we talk about Ryan Giggs. He's got to have regretted quite a few things in his life up to this point, I think, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Dutch football. Do I, what, what, what can Jizz be short for? And winter sports. There must be some sort of skill to it, there has to be. Here we go then, Sports Virgins. Morning, sports virgins. Morning. Good morning. Are we? Uh, I feel like I don't know. There's been no sport in my life whatsoever. Like not even by accident over the last week. Has it just stopped or something, <laughs> Dylan? Or they just had a quick break? I'm usually aware of something happening, but I just feel like there's been nothing. Well, you know, I guess that's quite observant of you because yeah, it's been a fairly slow sporting news week. There's nothing major happened. I mean, it was the January transfer window. Oh, that's um, usually quite big, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it was transfer deadline day yesterday, and there's usually lots of stuff happening. But um, as with everything else in this season, it's been slow. I guess you know, with clubs struggling due to the pandemic, they they haven't been splashing out like they usually do. And has Chelsea got a new manager yet after sacking Frank? Or they have, yeah, old uh, Tommy Tuchel or Thomas Tuchel is uh, the new Chelsea manager. Got his first win on the weekend. They beat Burnley two 0 so he is up and running. Is he as good looking as Frank Lampard? Oh, he's all right, actually. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's not a bad looking... He's not as good looking as Frank, to be fair. So, wait, wait, hang on. So, Frank Lampard, he's quite an unassuming nice guy, isn't he? But do you also quite fancy him, Amy? Um, He doesn't do it for me, no. If we're talking football managers, no, not for me. I'd go for Pep. But um, he's he's obviously a pretty good looking guy, right? I mean, compared to... Who's Pep, Pep 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 Guardiola. Yeah, Guardiola, yeah. Yeah, which one is it? Yeah, that one. Um, He's a very good looking guy. I also think Jose Mourinho as well. Actually, yeah, ma- managers are a bit more good-looking these days, aren't they? Yeah. You, you look back to Alex Ferguson, Arsene Wenger, usually, you know, a- angry, red-faced people, but yeah. no, they're all quite, quite slick and suave and these the li- days. Oh, fair enough. The Fine. little birdie guy, the England manager, he's so cute, but no, not fancy. Gareth Southgate. No, no, Gareth no. Southgate. Um, what's his name? We talked about him before, before. looks like the little bird. Um, oh, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought Gareth Southgate was the England manager. Yeah, he's the current one, yeah. Yeah. I was really gutted then because that's literally the only thing I've ever picked up on this podcast and I couldn't have it <laughs> being wrong. I mean, I say there's been nothing going on. We did mention Big Break in the last episode, which was an iconic TV show. With and probably the first time that's been mentioned on the podcast in about 10 years. On any podcast, I would have thought, yeah. yeah. Um, John yeah. Virgo, we gave him a big, big up. But this podcast has a funny effect because Jim Davidson was suddenly in the news, <laughs> trending on Twitter last week. Yeah. For um, He had like a spat with Piers. He had a go at Piers Morgan, basically. You know, just... There's no winners there, is no. there? No. I mean, who's, you, yeah. you can't pick a side in that, can you? It's just throw no, them both no. in the mud and let them just... 
have it out. So I don't know if we've raised Jim's profile over the last week or what, but he was trending on Twitter. Because we mentioned him, it got to his head and mm. he had a few yeah, bevies yeah, yeah. and he decided to take on Piers Morgan. He thought, he thought, this is my, I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is my it. moment. This is the beginning. Yeah. But you don't, you don't see John Virgo doing that because he was a classy man. Yeah, well, Absolutely. who's going to be the lucky one this week? Who's going to be the lucky recipient of our endorsement who knows know. we'll it's, see where it they goes they come out of nowhere sometimes so. and it's probably not going to be sports this related a, <laughs> no. this is this is a dangerous power for us to have like if somebody upsets us that's it their career's going to have a minor speed bump yeah. this is it who have you got lined up well I'm going to have a little think <laughs> we shall see I'm going to think who's wronged me yeah get them oh, in dear. there <laughs> lovely so what's going on then Dylan well, yeah, let's get into it. Like I said, slow news week from a sport perspective. It was transfer deadline day, but nothing really major happened there. Uh, Mesut Ozil was the biggest one. He went to Fenerbahce a few weeks ago. Uh, Jesse Lingard went on loan to West Ham. If you know who he is, he plays for England and plays for Man United. No idea, no. Used to. Uh, there was lots of rumours, but nothing really significant happened. I guess from a football perspective, uh, we talked about Gareth Bale in the, I think it was the very first episode of Sports Versions, if you remember that, um, his big sort of yes. return to Tottenham from Real Madrid, mm. but it hasn't quite gone to plan. He's been playing too much golf. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of, sort of accusations flying around, but basically he hasn't been what? playing for Spurs, so they haven't been picking him. Um, so that's like how much are they paying him? Yeah, a lot, like three hundred fifty grand a week. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, so the, the, he's been paid a lot, but they haven't been picking him, and they've been saying that you know he's getting he's he's getting up to fitness and it's going to take his time, blah blah blah, and uh, then eventually he's been playing the last couple of games and he's been dreadful. So everyone's like, oh, you know, maybe he's uh, wow, he, he's lost. Maybe Real Madrid not picking him for the last couple of years was for a reason. That he wasn't actually. They, Real Madrid were the ones going. Why don't you go and play golf, mate? Yeah. <laughs> it's from, like, just you. Yeah, here's your club. Yourself out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's been a bit of a disappointment for the Spurs fans who have been so excited to get him back, but it hasn't quite gone to plan. But you know, early days. Hopefully, he'll come back. And from my perspective, I don't care what he does for Spurs as long as he turns up for Wales in the Euros and does a job. But if he's not doing the job, that's the problem, isn't it? I'm interested in that because surely for someone of his level, because you said he was one of the best footballers in the world, right? Yeah. At one point. When he gets to this point now where he's not performing, do you think that's because... Because he's obviously got a natural ability. Is he not training as hard? Does he just not care as much? Do you think he's lost the passion? Like what? Do well, you think that's what is? people are saying. P- people are saying that, you know, he, he's been criticised out in Madrid and he had a point to prove. So coming back to Spurs, you'd think that he would work extra hard and in the media he would visibly be showing that he really cares and wants to win and trying his hardest. And he might well be doing all of that stuff, but he's not really showing the body language that suggests that. So a lot of people are saying, well, he's clearly just lost his passion. He doesn't care anymore. He's got all the money and he just wants to play golf. So that that criticism might be unfair, but that's what a lot of the people are saying. Oh, well, you know what? How old is he? He's 31, so, you know, he's not really he's past getting, it. He's getting but, to that point, yeah. but he's getting there slowly, isn't he? So so we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe uh, keep you posted on his progress throughout the season. But in general, with the Premier League this year, you know, go back a couple of weeks ago and they said that this was going to be one of the best Premier League seasons ever because there was about six teams who were legitimately in with a chance of winning the league. And, you know, the top six was very close, all interchangeable. There's been more teams on top of the league this year than the last, I don't know, 20-odd years or something. Oh, um, yeah, so it's really exciting. You know, Leicester are in the mix this year. Liverpool aren't running away with week, it. They were top the other week, weren't they? What, have they, yeah. are they? Are they not top anymore? No, they're, well, they're not top anymore. 
four, but they're still in the mix. So you got Leicester, United, Man City, Liverpool. Um, I guess Spurs and Chelsea are kind of in the mix, although they've dropped off a little bit recently. But what it boils down to is, uh, over the last couple of weeks, Man City have now emerged as clear favourites. Um, they're three points clear with a game in hand, so if they win that, and they've won the last nine on the bounce. So they should be six points clear. So it looks like now Man City might run away with it because everybody else is beating each other and, and they keep winning and winning. Sorry to be very Leicester again, but there is something I watched the other day. It was a post-match interview with one of the players. I can't remember his name, but it, it, it went viral. But That's how I ended up watching it. Gary Lineker reposted it because he, he was just very um, eloquent and really honest. He, he talked... Like on another level, it was really. Do you know who that? I think was? it was James Madison. That that sounds he's, right. He's yeah. very good as well. He's yeah. very good. But Leicester did lose to Leeds on the weekend. All right, so, Dylan, don't rub it in. Know. It's just giving them a big up. Yeah, not a huge amount to report on on a football this week, but on a on a different level. That <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to focus, but Matt has a tail. Just yeah, I just saw that tail. Are you just? I just saw this tail just literally stroke like a under, snake. His t- under his chin. Oh god! Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. It, he's, he's sort of being a bit needy. I think Sam's having a line, and I'm doing this. He's like, um, normally people want to talk to me at this point, so he's just like walking around. Me. Let's just highlight that is your cat, right? That is my cat. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he knows. He's, obviously, knows that he's got. I've got his bum cream on my lips. That's probably why. Yeah, rubbing his ass on your lips. Like, I know the smell of that. Yeah. <laughs> Want to talk about why you've got a cat's bum cream on your lips? Um, so I've got chap lips, and um, the only cream I had that would fix it, the only steroid cream, is something our vet gave us when the cat had a chap bum. Why is that your first go-to? That is the last thing. Oh, in I didn't the have world. anything else. I wouldn't go near it's my only... body. What are you doing? I was like, oh, it's for a cat's that, that... bottom, Matt. I only had it. It was. It was only like last week, and it really fixed his bum very quickly. So I thought, God, my lips look sore. I went, they look just like the cat's bum last week. <laughs> God. <laughs> So that's why I put it on. It's working. It's really helped over the last 12 hours. They look very just, um... lubricated. Oh, yeah, they're really, they're bad. Oh, <laughs> do, you, do you apply it directly to the cat's bum or like on... What do you mean? And then what? And then use the cat's bum to put it on my lips or... It's <laughs> <laughs> an applicator. No, yeah, you just get your little finger. Look, you'll, you'll know this as well now. Now you've, you've got a dog, Dylan. You, you end up doing things that you thought you would never do to another living being. You're yeah. quite happy to go, oh, look at his poorly little bum. I'll rub something nice on there because like, you, you love him so much. <laughs> yeah, but you? I have a dog as well, but I wouldn't use any of her ointments or any of her medical stuff for, for my needs. But each More to for the, well, you. maybe, maybe I'm missing a trick. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Sorry. So I've, I've picked up on a couple of other sports news that have been happening around the world. So uh, on to winter sports. I know how we like winter sports on this podcast. Yes, we do. Um, it's been the X Games in Aspen. Amazing. Ooh, that's Which is uh, s- snowboarding, basically, yeah? Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's it's basically a live PlayStation game, watching that. It's, yeah. that it's really good. So that's been happening. And uh, a Britain won silver medal, so Izzy Atkin. Um, so good news and bad news. Good Where news is this is... on? Because I would actually watch this. Is it literally unlike the BBC? I don't think it is. No, it'll be like it'll be on like a Red Bull or something like that. The or X Games. Eurosport it... often has things like this. On. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. I find it really sort of therapeutic watching that and ice skating, especially Matt. You are almost a pro ice skater, so you must find. I, it... I have been like, yeah, I have been ice skating. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just made me appreciate winter sports more. They're really hard. <laughs> yeah, but... All of them, all of them are really difficult. I think the winter sports, like it, they all, it, especially things like the X Games, where it's beyond sport as well, isn't it? Because it's kind of like this sort of wonderful dance that they do when they snowboard and ski and do all the tricks. And it's dangerous. It's got to be the most dangerous. Yeah, so dangerous. All of them. So on that note, old Izzy, who so after she won her silver medal, um, she crashed and had to be oh. car- carried off the course on a stretcher. Oh, good news and bad news. Yeah. It was the Skeleton World Cup in Innsbruck, oh, nice. apparently. Uh, there were three British oh. males in the mix. We're, we're quite good at the skeleton for some reason, which I find quite odd. It's the most suicidal sport to do as well when you look at it, like going down on what is essentially a tea tray at 70 miles an hour. Is it when you're lying really straight? Is that skeleton? Yeah. And the skeleton, so you are going, you're lying on your front on a tea tray about an inch and a half off the ice um, doing 70 miles an hour. It's terrifying so th- looking. this might sound a bit controversial given the fact that the Brits are so good at it but surely that is the lowest skill sport in the world <laughs> the skill is bravery and weight and aerodynamism I aerod- oh Jesus what am I trying to say that sounds alright aerodynamism <laughs> you need to restart Dylan <laughs> <laughs> has anyone got a paper clip um uh, I don't think so because I think a lot of it is you steer with your weight and it's things like it's there's a bit of science to where you need to I mean look how the tables have turned on this one all of a sudden me telling Dylan about oh, it oh come um, on you, you you stick someone with a decent bit of weight on them on one of those things and they'll be flying down there, there must be some sort of skill to it there has yeah, to be yeah because it's like when you go sledging right that's not easy if you're trying to avoid a tree or something you've really got to navigate your body yeah. and and Balance. also, it's like you say, the consequences are dire. I once had a yeah. horrible sledging, not accident, but injury when I was younger. I couldn't sit down for about two months. Could you not? No, what happened? Because I went off, I went up, I don't know, I, the, I came off the, the sledge and as I came back down, I landed like, it landed on my coccyx, like halfway on the like plastic of the sledge and I could barely walk for like a week and I couldn't sit down for a couple of months. Did you need, did like you need to use Matt's uh, lip cream? No, I didn't. I didn't know. And do you know what? Because I was quite young, I was really embarrassed, so I didn't tell anyone. Because it's your tailbone, isn't it? So I was like, oh no, it's my bum. So I didn't really tell anyone. So I was just in agony, silent agony for a few months. It was horrible. Oh, anyway, dear. so I just think the consequences are high. Well, look, I'm putting it out there. If I, if I had a go with that, I'd get a medal. Oh, <laughs> I feel like, Dylan, you throw these out because you know we can't do anything at the moment. But as soon as we are allowed to do things, we have so many challenges for you. <laughs> Oh my god! Bring it on! Bring it on! So yeah, that's uh, winter sports. So you know they're, they're always a good source of uh, entertainment, aren't they? Um, Absolutely. Uh, but on on a lighter note, so a funny news story I saw from the weekend. Uh, this is from the Dutch Premier League. It's not called that, but the equivalent of football. Um, there's a guy called Jiz Hornkamp scored four goals. Shut up! You've made that up. 
I've not made that up. Jizz hole. How's he spelling jizz? Uh, J-I-Z-Z. As you would do, yeah. Like, it's not like J-I-S-H, and it's jizz. No. But, you know, you call him jizz. Jizz horn camp. Scored four goals to... What can jizz be short for? Nothing. Literally nothing. His parents just hate him. Uh, yeah, so obviously then Jizz was trending on Twitter, so <laughs> any opportunity to... It's not short for anything. He's just called he's just called Jizz. But there's been a couple of good football names in the past, like uh, there's a, a famous German footballer called Stefan Kuntz. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh actually. lovely, yeah, great. C-U-N-T-Z. <laughs> or isn't it K-U-N-T-Z? Or is it C-U? Uh, I'm not sure whether it's C or K actually, but Kuntz. Uh, there was a guy called Ralph Minge. <laughs> Oh, uh, Andre Muff was a player. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, the best one, there's not a rude one, but there was one guy called Mark Deman. Oh, clever. Yeah, Mark the Man, Mark the Man. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love a silly name. Obviously, it's the best thing ever. But um, Jizz is, that's just, that's child cruelty, really, isn't yeah. it? It's not even like it was it's just not... a good name. Oh, let's call him Jizz. The, du- the Dutch speak perfect English as well. Yeah. I'm sure they would have known. But yeah, I mean, that's largely it from the sporting news. Um, it's a big weekend next weekend, though. You've got the Super Bowl. You've got the Six Nations starting again, the Australian Open, tennis, uh, India against England in the cricket. So there's lots of sports happening next week. So we'll have more news next week, I'm sure. Okay, fine. Do you stay up and watch the Super Bowl, Dylan? Are you one of those? Do you know what? I, uh, I don't. I- I'm really interested in it, um, but I'm not committed enough to stay up and start watching a half 11 at night but yeah so look forward to the super bowl i i will not be watching it live but um i will certainly be watching the highlights on monday morning nice yeah and then talking about them with us yes indeed indeed would you say jargon's one of the good looking football managers he's all right i mean i don't want to be rude he's on our podcast he's not in my top five but he's okay but you know a few drinks at the podcast christmas party. yeah i imagine he's quite a smooth talker you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll he's got good teeth. Yeah, lovely, lovely set of gnashes. So, um, and just seems like a fun guy, doesn't he, on this yeah. podcast? So, um, yeah, very true. Let's see what jargon the lovely, most handsome jargon clop has for us this week. Hello, spot virgins. Jargon clop here. This week's spotting jargon is four four two. Four four two. Is that um a football formation? Oh, yes. Is that what you're going to say, Matt? Exactly what it's going to be, isn't it, Amy? I'm sticking with Amy on that one. I I agree with her. What were you going to go for? I feel like you were going to go for something. Oh else. no, I had no, I had no idea. And then you said that, and I thought that sounds exactly right. So we're going to go for that. You're correct. Four four two is a football formation. It's the traditional British football formation. But these days, people or teams rarely play four four two because all these foreign managers have come in and brought in different, more modern, more stylish formations. Snazzy formations. Does it make us? Because surely now, tactically, if everyone was using four four two, I don't know, you could figure out what they were going to do, or is that how it works? And so, if they mix it up, is it like, oh, they're doing five? three something or something else yeah i don't know yeah so so teams vary it uh, game by game i mean most teams will have a preferred formation but 
they do vary based on you know maybe what players are fit or who they're playing against. Does it? I mean, does it? Does it hold for that long? Because I think once a game starts, then you just all hell breaks loose, doesn't it? Really? Or is that absolutely wrong? Maybe that's why you never made it in football. <laughs> Uh, no it's like people who say they're playing three moves ahead in chess i was thinking well how i I don't have the capacity to think like that Mm. so when you say you need to stay in formation i'm like i'm just trying to kick a ball like let me yeah obviously you know there's an element of freedom and playing what you see in front of you once you're on the pitch but yeah but there is a fairly strict formation you you need to keep your shape as much as possible uh so can you name the positions in a 442 no 442 adds up to 10 Obviously, there's 11 in the football field. Um, goalkeeper? Yeah, so that, that's the one that isn't included in the 4-4-2. Oh, right. Centre, midfielder, winger. Fly half. Um, <laughs> forward? Is so we'll start, at the, we'll, we'll, we'll start at the back. So you've got yeah. uh, the, de- the defenders, defender. but there's four position, There's four defenders, though. Oh, okay, striker. No, we'll stick to the defenders. The, Oh, <laughs> there's there's four defenders. Any idea what what, what the names of the positions are? Wing. Oh, it's not defender. No, okay. the, the wing um, wing defense, or is that netball? That's netball. But the <laughs> yeah, the yeah, wing five. back is like the newer formations in a five three. So the wing back didn't really exist in the four four two. But basically, you've got two centre backs, right. so that they're in the middle. Yeah. Then you've got the right back and the left back. Okay. Okay. So, right. so yeah, you got right back, left back, two centre backs, and then is it going to be the right forward? No, so, so then you've got then you go into the midfield. So you've got four in midfield. Oh. You've got uh, okay. two centre midfielders. Then you've got left wing, yeah. right wing. Yep. What's the captain called? What's his position? Depends. Oh, yeah. so it can be any position. He doesn't have to be a midfielder because he always kicks the ball off the centre point. <laughs> yeah, so point. firstly... No, yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. isn't it? The centre point the, in Tottenham Court Road. <laughs> <laughs> the captain can be any position. And also oh. it's the captain isn't the one that kicks the game off. Does the kickoff? Oh, is it no. not? It's usually oh. the strikers that do the kickoff because they're the first. first and, and that's the two, the strikers. Yeah. Then you got two forwards, centre forwards. Yeah. So, Matt, what position would you be? Uh, left back in the changing. Really? Game, <laughs> to say, that's <laughs> always. I I would be like a conscientious objector and just wouldn't participate. I would be not a referee, but like not not a player either. What about maybe a manager? What, maybe I could be a manager. The physio with a magic yeah. sponge. Mm. I could be the physio or I could be something like, I could be an admin at the club. That's what I'd do. I'd be in accounts. Well, they need that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, need, they, they need someone to send them their 350 grand a week. Exactly. And it's a position admin. where maybe I could skim some off the top. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll move on to the quiz. So, Matt, you've got some catching up to do as ever. You are now 10 points behind. Uh, the score is 81 to 71 to 80. Amy, you're so busy at the moment. Why don't you take next week off the podcast? And then we'll just... <laughs> well, uh, She's obviously learning no. all this uh, sports news from the radio show. I don't know how. I don't ever talk about sport, really, unless something... You know, something you're in the dramatic. same building as Talk Sport. It obviously just naturally That's rubs true. off. Maybe, yeah, maybe I just soak it in somehow. I walked you know, past um, Jason Cundy yesterday. He's oh, a right, former yeah. footballer, isn't yeah. he? There you go. Name drop. You know, I, I think you know who Jason Cundy is, though, because Lizzie Cundy is always in the uh, showbiz section of the Daily Mail. They're not married. He's married to someone else now. How come she's still got his name? She knows how to do branding. That's <laughs> so what, 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 like, what was she well known for? Exactly. Being married to him. Really? But he's, it's not yeah, like yeah, he's David Beckham. No, and it's not like she's Victoria Beckham. <laughs> so it kind of all evens yeah. out in the end. Nice and easy one. 
famous last words. Number one, name one city other than London to have hosted the Olympics. See if you can surprise me, uh, Matt. I've gone for Los Angeles. Amy? Athens. Yeah, correct. Both correct. Nice and easy one. I was nervous though. Yeah. Uh, okay, question number two. Name one of the golf majors. Amy, coming to you first. Oh, I've gone totally blank. What's that big one that's happening at the moment? Masters. Uh, Matt? The PGA Tour. Yep, so you're both right. The, the, P, the, the US PGA is one, the Masters is another one, and then you've got the British Open and the US Open. So those are like the four major tournaments. Okay, okay. Oh, I did watch this, um, a Tiger Woods documentary at the moment. Okay. That my boyfriend was watching, and I did catch a little bit of that, which is quite interesting, because I just find it fascinating how like the bigger the sports star you are, the, the harder you fall. It just never seemed to be... Yeah. Apart from Tom Brady, actually, he seems a little bit flawless. Yes. But it, yeah, so far, I know. This it's is it. Like, this is the curse. <laughs> this is it. It's like something, it's just too much, and they all just have such a fall from grace. It's almost like you don't want to get that big. I mean, <laughs> this you know I mean? is, the, I, why is a, a, it? ahead of the biggest sporting occasion in the global sporting calendar on the weekend, of which Tom Brady is, you know, breaking records in. That sounds like the biggest jinx I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh no, we have just jinxed him, haven't we? What's going to happen? Oh, I hope dear. he's not been cheating on Giselle. She's called Jizz as well. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on to question number three. Name one location of the tennis Grand Slams. And I need cities, not countries. Matt? London. Wimbledon is in London. Amy? Melbourne. Oh yeah, well done, clever clogs. Okay, so look at you three, three from three. This is, this is, uh, I mean, this is where it all starts to fall apart for me, annoyingly. Question number four. Who is Graham Taylor? Amy looked confident. So maybe uh, Matt will go with you first. Um, because you, I'm, I'm going to say he's a snowboarder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> I think Amy knows who it is and she's laughing. It's just when you said who is Graham Taylor, my first thought was to say a total babe. Because um, <laughs> he just is. He's a former England manager. But Matt, please Google a picture because the thought of him snowboarding is the best thing that I've had in my brain for a while. Assuming you mean that Graham Taylor. I mean Graham Taylor the snowboarder. No, I don't. Yes. No, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, the England, ex-England manager in the early 90s. Hey. Matt, he's got the, the biggest, he's the sort of squarest looking babe with the biggest specs you've ever I've seen. I've just seen him, like, very, he, cut from the Alan he, Brazil cloth, isn't he? <laughs> he just couldn't be further from a snowboarder. <laughs> so Amy, do, Amazing. do you remember, so when England lost to Sweden and failed to qualify for USA 94, do you remember what the sun, what the headlines for the sun was? No, I can't remember, but they did give him an absolute hammering, didn't they? Yeah, so uh, because they lost to the Swedes, they basically turned Graham Taylor's head into a turnip and uh, <laughs> called him Turnip Taylor. <laughs> oh, Graham! Oh, no, Come on! Boy. Yeah. He's had, a, oh, and, he's had a tough enough life with those specs. Oh, hang on. I think uh, I think he died, didn't he? He should have been on the Dead or Alive. No. Has he died? I think he did. Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really sad if he has. Yeah, 2017, Jeez. I thought he had, yeah. Oh, now I feel real, really bad. Do we reference that? Well, no, surely you'd feel like we've we've sort of just ribbed him for a bit. Surely it's better that he doesn't hear it. <laughs> well, this is true. 
And also, we can't ruin his career. So yeah, there we go. Uh, there we go. Maybe it's for the him. maybe it's for the best for everybody that he's not alive to have us talk about. Oh, I'm a bit sad now. Okay, well we'll move on. We'll uh, save the sadness for the next dead or alive question. Um, okay. Question number five: Who holds the world record 100 meter sprint time? It's going to be Bolt, isn't it? Surely. Amy? Has to be. Well, I assume Usain Bolt, but I don't know whether it's a trick question, but I, I wouldn't know another guy, so yeah. Yeah, Usain Bolt, nice and easy one again. Uh, wow. Do you know what the time was, roughly? Four nine, seconds. 9.3 seconds. You're not miles off. It's a 9.58. But it, I think in sprinting, 0.3 to 0.58 is miles off. It is it? actually, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, do you know what's funny about that is we once did some challenge thing with work once where we, we sprinted for 100 metres and they... they recorded our time and I think mine was 14 seconds 13 or 14 seconds something like that I remember going oh my god that's not that far off bolt because you forget that the difference between 9 and 14 seconds is obviously colossal yeah. in sprinting but for me I was like that's pretty good yeah I mean if, if that was your like marathon time difference I'd be really impressed <laughs> yeah but 100 meters is quite a bit isn't it well, by the time you finished he's nearly done another 100 yeah Good point. <laughs> so, you know, th- so the interesting thing with, uh, you know, Usain Bolt smashed the world record in, I think it was something like 2004 or something. I can't remember exactly what year it was. Um, but, you know, that that time was miles below. Like, usually they break it by a millisecond or something. But, you know, he shaved off, you know, I think the record before was like 9.79 or something. So he shaved off a significant amount. And um, if you look at the top 20 or top 25 fastest times in sprinting history every other person on that list apart from Usain Bolt has been um, caught uh, cheating due to drugs no way yeah, yeah it, he's God. the only one on there it's um, it's pretty sensational also I found out a little while back that um, the Jamaican doping board give you two weeks notice before a urine test well you know I, I, I hate to think that there's any controversy around Usain Bolt because that would be major for uh, for world sports oh, but it'd be so disappointing I mean you know yeah. he his dominance is very similar to Lance Armstrong's yeah, and you know you saw what happened there. So I I really hope that that isn't the case. I mean, there's no investigation or anything. Don't get me wrong. But no, no, no. There's 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 no evidence apart from the numbers. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Uh, question number six in rugby sevens, how long does each match last, Amy? Um. <sighs> 80 minutes? I don't know if it's any different. Matt. Probably not, but... I've also put 80 minutes. Oh, you're thinking it was a trick question, did you? Yeah. The answer... Why is that? Why, why would that be a trick question? Because that's how long a rugby match is. Yeah, rugby sevens. Right. So, no, I've just put 80, yeah. Yeah, okay, no, it's 14 minutes. So, it's... Uh, 14, lazy bones. It's uh, seven minutes each half. Well, I could do that. And, <laughs> and it is... Is that why it's, it's called brutal. rugby sevens? Well, there's seven players in each team... And also, there's seven minutes each half, and it is brutal. It's why? What? What's the point of a 14 minute game? There's lots of tries and lots of running, and you are absolutely knackered at the end of it. Dead. Sounds great, it's, though. We'd be way more into this. It's like get in there, get it done quicker. Oh, honestly, rugby seven is, is great fun. Um, so they'll, they'll play about four matches in a day. So obviously, it's, it's a big, okay. it's a big tournament. So you'll play about four matches one day, maybe four matches on on the next day five if you get to the final. But yeah, it's absolutely knackering because it's the same size field as a normal rugby pitch, but there's only seven players in your team. So there's a lot more space. So there's a lot more running. You need to be extremely fit and athletic to play sevens. That's us out of it then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, question number seven. 
Name one team that Ryan Giggs played for. Amy. I feel like that is... A tr- no, I won't say it's a trick question. Man United. Matt. I've also put Man United. It's an easy quiz this week, isn't it? But you never know. It's a... Is that a trick because he's only played for Man U? Yeah, he's a one-club uh, one club man. Wow. Did, he, did he... I wrote down Wales to begin with. Did he play for Wales? Or is that me being absolutely thick? No, he did, actually. He did. He could have chosen to play for England, couldn't he? But he picked Wales. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got to have regretted that, surely. And this is coming from a Welshman. He must have regretted He's that. got to have regret- regretted quite a few things in his life up to this point. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I listened to a podcast episode with his brother on... Oh, uh, really? Yeah. What, what yeah. was he like openly talking about the thing and bitter about it? Yes. What about the fact that Ryan slept with his wife? Yeah. Yes, really open about oh, was it. He? Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like he sort of expected Ryan to do it. It was odd and he was sort of I think he was more angry with his with his wife. It was yeah, it was he was very open about it. It was it was interesting. I'll have to send you it. But. I mean, he's definitely got away with it in in some sense. Like, you know, pe- people don't hate him. Yeah, but his brother was saying it has cost him because he was saying that you know, he was he would be a manager of Man U, but they wouldn't have him now because there's just too much. Really? I mean, I'm not sure. You know, he was the caretaker manager for a little bit. Then obviously didn't get the main job. But he's now manager of Wales. So, you know, it's not like he's really suffered, is it? Oh, wait, there was some there was another recent controversy about gigs. What was that? Well, there's going to be another one now. We've talked about him. <laughs> yeah, no, there was another one. He got stood down as the um, Wales coach. The wheels may be coming off old Giggsy. I hope not, because, you know, he's a legend of Welsh football. But I definitely think, you know, if, if he had chosen England, I think that those glory years that England had an amazing team and massively underachieved. You know, you think back to the, the Beckham, Rooney, Owen, Shearer, Lampard, Gerrard, Rio Ferdinand... John Terry, you know, all, all that dream team that they had. If they had gigs as well, I reckon that would have tipped them over the edge to have, have won He things. could have taken that penalty instead of Gareth Southgate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, the, the dragon breathed fire from within his soul and he chose Wales. No. I love that you, I love that phrase you've just used. That's really, really tickles <laughs> that was me. So dragon much. breathes fire from his soul. Uh, love it. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so um, question number eight. Who is Naomi Osaka? Matt? Uh, snowboarder. Okay, sticking, sticking with the theme. Yeah. Uh, Amy? I was going to say a snowboarder because it sounds like a really cool name. No, you're both wrong. She's a tennis player. She's like the, the, the new sort of tennis sensation. Oh, she's British? Nah, American. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to have another guess? <laughs> Has she got um, two eyes? Is she that one? Bingo, you know her. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> what a mess that was for the two of us. <laughs> okay, so on to the fun question. Dead or alive? Oh, oh no. Yes. And uh, we're sticking to a theme of England managers. Uh, we're going with Bobby Robson. Dead or alive? So do you know who Bobby Robson is? Yeah. No. A bit. Well, he he, he was the England manager in uh, Italia 90. Anyway, uh, Bobby Robson, dead or alive, Amy? Alive. Matt? Dead as a doornail, mate. <laughs> Do you know that as a fact? No, I'm just... I'm just, I just okay. If I said it confidently, I might be right. He's dead. He's dead. Oh. Yeah, yeah dead. So I think that... I feel like England managers, you know, they've had a stressful time. They don't... <laughs> they're not, they're not, they've not got the longevity, have they? No. Oh. I mean, he was well-loved, though. So he's one of the rare ones that the media never got after and they adored him. He was then manager of Newcastle United for years, who, which is his, his team. 
and I think they've got a statue of him outside Newcastle's oh, ground. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, I was. In, yeah. Um, th- I was thinking of the wrong guy, but yeah. I was going to say you don't have a you don't have a statue unless you're dead, but that's not true, is it? Because I think Alan Shearer's got a statue outside. Yeah, and then is that one of Ronaldo? Oh yeah, that rubbish one. Oh, <laughs> that was that was amazing. Yeah. Okay, last question. Who is Tonya Harding? It's a bit topical because there's a documentary on her on the BBC, so I don't know whether you've seen that. Um, mm. But Amy, do you know who Tonya Harding is? Yes, she's the ice skater who got kneecapped. I guess there's no nice way of saying it before she skated. And there's a film about her and everything. Okay, that I saw with Margot um, Robbie. Matt, she is an ice skater. She um, she's probably one of the greats. Um, she also that film about Tonya Harding, according to my skater friends, um, it's the most accurate portrayal of ice skating of all of them okay of what it's like so do you, do you want to expand a bit on so she's an ice skater and Matt do you, based on what Amy she was a, she was a, she was a solo figure skater she was uh, and then um, she was she was really good but she came from ice skating is an upper middle class to upper class pursuit because it's an expensive sport for your kids to do and she was from nothing so yeah. she had quite a rough time and it, what did she do wrong like a lot of other things she was quite violent she swore all the time she everything she was just she was a real she was the real bad boy of skating so oh yeah I got the wrong what I'm getting at here Amy you got it incorrect yeah because I said she was the one that got kneecapped she was the one that did well allegedly so do you think she did did the kneecapping uh, well, I don't know if she instructed it, but uh, she had a rough boyfriend by the sounds of it. Who, I don't know. Yeah, so so I, I watched the documentary it? on uh, BBC on the weekend. It's worth watching if you haven't seen that. And uh, What was the outcome, though? I well, her, her boyfriend was the one that was behind it. Well, he, he got found guilty and two other men. He hired a, a hitman, I guess, to, to do the dirty work. Um, so it is the most horrible thing in the world. Ugh. Yeah, so they all got uh, got done and went to jail. Now she was denying the whole thing, and then eventually she admitted that she knew that they had done it after the event, but she never admitted to planning it. Yeah, it's 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 a hard sport though. She was, but Tonya Harding was good, and also a real character. Yeah, I um I kind of warmed to her a little bit in that BBC documentary. It's a proper. She's it's a proper underdog story. Yeah. Like actually, that the film is really good as well with Margot Robbie in it. And that she was banned from skating, wasn't she, for for a certain amount? Of, so did she just never yeah. skate again? Basically. No, I don't think yeah, so. And- but then, weirdly, because of the films and things recently, she's sort of had a real resurgence in career, and she I did, she potentially did Dancing with the Stars or something in America, something like that. Oh, my God. So she's kind of, like, had a had a comeback. So, yeah, that's Tonya Harding. So uh, it's worth watching the documentary. I, I haven't seen the movie, but if it's got Margot Robbie in it, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, she's not as sexy in it as uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, but um... okay. Is she as sexy as in Mary, Queen of Scots? Oh, I've not seen her in that. She's going bold and stuff. It's like a pretty gnarly... Um, makeup job. So I think the scores were seven all in uh, this week's quiz. So quite a successful round for yep. both of you. Um, mm-hmm. So still a ten point gap. It's now eighty eight seventy eight to Amy. So basically no difference. Like we might as well have skipped it this week yeah. because, um, <laughs> uh, for the kind of gap that I've got with Amy. It's, uh, it's a lot of effort for not much gain. We learnt some stuff, didn't we? So we did. You know. Absolutely, we learnt all about. All about that uh, snowboarder Ma- Graham Taylor. Robbie. Yeah. Snowboarder Graham Taylor. Naomi Osaka. We've, we've really gone for it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what this is all about. We're always learning. Always a school day on this podcast. So you've learned something. Dylan thinks he. We also learned that Dylan thinks he could be an Olympic medalist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> skeleton. In, 
in the skeleton, Bob. Put me on the skeleton. Uh, but we've also cursed some people, so hopefully, you know. Well, who knows? Uh, we will see. We will see. Yeah. Keep your eye on the papers. Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us. That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.